step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Holding her is dangerous. Word of this gets out. It could generate sympathy for the rebellion in the Senate. I have traced the rebel spies to her. Now she is my only link to finding their secret base. She'll die before she'll tell you anything. Leave that to me. Masters and Padawans to episode 99 of Full of Sith. I am the Mike Pilot with me, my co-host, Brian Young, and my other co-host from, from way, way back in time. It's an anniversary show. We have two great other co-hosts with us tonight. We have the wonderful Setta Parker, who was here when we started it all, as well as Steve Sansweet from Rancher Obi-Wan, who we also had when we first started the show way, way back in the day. Welcome back to the show, guys. It's been a while. It has Yay! been. Uh, we're we're both, I'm sure, very excited to be back. And um, as I was saying before the before we started recording, I'm su- I'm really supl- surprised it went past number four. But uh, ninety nine is great. I mean, that's a good number. Yeah, it's like ninety five more than we expected. So we're happy. Oh, only kidding, of course. You guys put on a great show. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Brian. I'm wondering how things are at Rancho Obi-Wan. Like when Concetta was on the show all the time, it was like we'd get like updates constantly. But, but it's been uh, how, how are things at, uh, at, at Rancho? Things are great. In fact, we just came back. Ann and I were at a uh, convention today uh, in Petaluma, the first annual LumaCon. And I'm thrilled that they invited us because this was uh, put on by the local library and uh, high schools and junior high schools. And to get kids back and more interested in reading and comics. And there were some comic artists and authors they had us there. I did a 40 minute presentation. It was just wonderful. It was, you know, local people and say, oh, what? Rancho Obi-Wan's in Petaluma. Huh. We're, we're six minutes away from Rancho Obi-Wan. So I think we've made a lot of uh, wonderful contacts. And, it, it, to, you know, it's so important to me, as you know, and to all of us that uh, to be involved and to be a major part of the Star Wars community. But there are other communities out there, and one of them is your local community. And, and we are in Petaluma, and, um, and we want to take part in Petaluma events. And we've had a number of talks with uh, some of the other uh, institutions that were there today, and we've got some great ideas. We always have the ideas. We just need the, the time and the, and the energy to, to carry them out. So if I'm not taking up too much time, no, no, I'll tell please. you. I'll tell you what's new at Rancho Obi-Wan. We have made we have made more progress on our fairly new banquet room and we have now gotten in insulation and walls up. And so when we raise our next batch of money, we will uh, we will finish texturing and getting the floor in and then we'll be finished and we've gotten our giant Jabba the Hut and his throne on wheels so yeah. we can sort of move him around and um that's fun um and um uh trying to find space for more stuff and and that brings up a very big question which we can talk about later and that's six more movies coming out yeah we we've also spent a lot of time uh already working on celebration which as you know is going to be just around the corner and so we have put together um most of the items that we're bringing in this year we have a very special uh theme and that is art and fan-made um memorabilia because it's all about the fans it's always all been all about the fans and what fans have come up with is amazing and uh we'll be uh 
parsing out some surprises along the way. There's going to be a small event in the pavilion that's going to be very exciting. And we've got some uh, some real crackerjack things to show off. So I'm I'm very excited about all of that. And something that Consetta doesn't even know yet, we've we're we're starting to plan a very special May the fourth charity event. Nice. And it's that's going to take place close by Rancho Obi-Wan, but not at Rancho Obi-Wan. But uh, this is this is something that we'll be able to talk about in the next couple of weeks, and that's gonna be very exciting. And we are, you know, well into planning our big annual um uh get together, which is our big annual fundraiser, Galloween, which coincidentally is the weekend before Halloween. And we'll start talking about some um, some some of the details of that, too, because we have also got some uh, a, an amazing surprise for Galloween that's going to be very thrilling and hark back to um, early Star Wars history. So uh, um, lots of things, uh, lots of coals on the fire um, and uh, and just, you know, the day to day running of the museum. We've got a bunch of school uh, groups uh, booked. You know, we do a lot of tours for school groups. We do a lot of charity tours for other charities to raise money. And um, just it's it's going really, really well. It all sounds awesome and exciting. And I, I also am happy to say that something had to go through us to Conceda to find out about Rancho Obi-Wan. So that, that's a nice change, right, Brian? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, Conceda, why don't you give us the real story about all this stuff? Yeah, really. <laughs> Wait, let, let me grab some handfuls of glitter and just start throwing oh. it. There's a website that'll do that now. What? I know. It's supposedly for your enemies, but, you know. What? You mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you download glitter on their webpage? They will, for $10, I think it's called, like, sendyourenemiesglitter.com or something. Oh, for $10, they'll send goodness. an envelope full of glitter to <laughs> anyone in the world anonymously. How nice if my sister does that just by herself. Yeah, well, just check you know, my pockets. Hello, it's called Christmas cards. I got more glitter all over the floor in here opening Christmas cards this year. Holy cow. Why don't they make stick-on glitter better? I don't know. I don't know, but real <laughs> quick, before you talk, I just want to say, it is a highlight of the pilot household to always get our Rancho Obi one Christmas card. So thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. And um, and who knew? It turned out that Lucasfilm decided to do away with uh, uh, physical Christmas cards this year. It's Sort of funny. They decided to do away with a fan club and a fan club kit in 2010. And who came up with a new fan club kit a couple of years later? Why, Rancho Obi-Wan. Happiest place on earth. They, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, never mind. I was going to say something that would be X-rated. But um, so, yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm sorry not to get the Lucasfilm card in the long line of things. Their their um, their their video card was great. Um, but people, I think, appreciated our card even more this year. And in fact, we got a lot of inquiries. How can I get the card? And we said, well, all you have to do is become a member. I, I want to tell you, we sold over a hundred memberships in the last two weeks in December. Awesome! And so, I mean, just because that of the Christmas it, card. Well, among other things, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Anne 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 did a remarkable job in sending out some targeted emails and you know, and and talking about the card and the other things you get. And it was your last chance to get the 2014 kit. And so there were people who had sort of forgotten to renew for 2014. And, um, you know, we're, we're thrilled to get that last minute reminder. And, um, and because, you know, the, the, once we're finished a year, then you can't get that year's patch or the pin if you're renewing. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're moving on guys. All right, Kazetta, I'm sorry. What's been up with you since you've last been with us? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I've already, I, I need to talk, you know, Steve, I already have ideas for our next Christmas card. So especially since now, I think more and more people are going to want it. Since, as you said, Lucasfilm has done away with the, uh, the hard card, so to speak. So I have some ideas. It may or may not involve Tauntauns. I'm just saying. <laughs> Does, is there an idea, Kazetta, that you have that doesn't involve Tauntauns? Sometimes, Squirrel you know, yeah, squirrels, cats, chickens. Yeah, but both Consetta and I love 
tauntauns. And so, I mean, there there is a match made in heaven there because I've got so many tauntauns in the museum, you know, one of a kind. And yeah, uh, tauntauns are great. I mean, just think, oh, town and tauntaun bomb. I'm just saying. It's just a thought. Uh, we'll, we'll have this conversation <laughs> off the record. <laughs> um, I, I did. Well, I haven't been able to tell you yet, Steve, though, but um, I had mentioned briefly i tweeted something that i thought was was simple as far as construction about to begin um here at at our house at our concord cantina here and everybody assumed that i was talking about construction at rancho because of oh, those movies shit. coming out you know oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like no yeah. we're building an expansion on our place for storage for rancho and our stuff and everything else but it was just interesting that people automatically thought it never occurred to me to say well it's for my house we're emptying uh, out the pool and converting it <laughs> into a seven story deep storage locker yes uh, wow yeah that's so funny. that's uh so we're getting ready for construction to go underway here probably next week we're gonna break ground so cool. That will be interesting. That's and great. I know that uh, I missed the Lumicon today with, with you and Anne today, Steve, but I, I really loved the picture of you visiting the Charles M. Schultz Museum booth. <laughs> so anybody, I, you can check it. out the Rancho Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for this picture. Because hey, listen, it was only five cents. And I hope they you had a lot of nickels. Uh, they gave me some pretty well, and that's what Ann said. You need more than five cents for psychiatric help. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they were they were great. We were we were right next to the to the um, Charles M. Schultz Museum booth, and uh, they were they were great people. And um, um, you know, met some people from the new Children's Museum of uh, Santa Rosa. Met a lot of uh, artists, including one of my favorite artists. There's a a strip that runs, and I don't know if you guys see it either online or in your local papers, called Pearls Be Pearls Before Swine, and it's done by a Santa Rosa, which is the, right the big town right up the road. A Santa Rosa cartoonist named Stephen Patsis, and it has the world's worst, which by the way, that means the world's best puns in it. And so you can go a month or so and there won't be one. And then you start reading a Sunday strip and it's, you can tell because it's very weird at the beginning and they're putting all these characters and real life people and situations together that just make no sense. And it builds up to this incredibly awesome, awful meaning awe full of awe pun in the last panel and you want to say this guy is sick <laughs> and wonderful and so i finally got a chance to meet him and and uh got him to sign four of my uh collection collection books of uh, pearls before swine so you know there's there's a bunch of people out there that i idolize and it's cool for me to be able to see them and meet them in person so um neat neat stuff neat stuff so I want to ask you guys, um, we've, we've seen, we haven't talked to either of you guys since this new, uh, batch of star Wars stuff has been coming out. I want to know what you guys know, uh, think about rebels and that, that trailer. You want to take that first, miss Parker? I loved the trailer. Um, I got chills and I cried and I thought it was perfect and awesome. And, I have done my very best to stay away from spoilers and rumors and all of the hashtag nitpicking and everything else going on because, I mean, you got, I, you know, I've always said that I don't, I don't want to know. Um, you and I both, sister. Uh, yeah, that's, that's why we had Bobby split off and do is it like the rumor controls are like different episodes now, so Mike and I don't have to hear it. Yeah, yeah, I just I can't. And because at first, you know, I, I mean, I I saw the trailer and I did and, and I cried um, in the best possible way. And I got the ch chills and I, I still do just thinking about it. Which part did you cry at, though? From the, I, from the, the moment that I knew that it was about to start. Okay. I, I, was, <laughs> I was so excited. Um, and that, but then when we see the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that's when I lost I, it. I, I just I then it, then it went into kind of sobbing yeah so i kind of missed the last few seconds and i had to of course then rewatch it like 27 times right after that to try and catch everything but it's 
you know, it's, and I've always said it, it's just really simple for me that I love Star Wars and Star Wars makes me happy. And I don't, I don't want to get involved in all of the, the guessing or rumors or spoilers or people trying, just attacking everything. Um, if you don't like it and you don't want to see it, then don't go and shut up. Yeah. Tell them. I, I just, <laughs> it's so, you know, it's like, don't, don't add angst to something that was so pure and joyful. And when we were kids, we loved it. And that's why we love it now. And I, so it bothers me when there's the anger and speculation and foot stomping about every little thing. Um, I'm excited and I can't wait. And there's, there's my, there's my babble. Oh, anything about rebels? I like rebels. Um, and I love the, the musical element to it. I mean, the first episode, um, when Garrett and I sat down to watch it, I was immediately pulled in because and I do think a lot of it had to do with the music that it had that original feel and, you know, a lot of the emotion and I was pulled into it really quickly. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so different, but I do, I really, you know, we, we faithfully watch it and I, I still, I mean, I know a lot of people love Chopper. I'm just going to say R2 is still my favorite droid. Yeah. There's been some battles online about that real quickly. Last week, Brian and Amy and Bobby, uh, they talked about the latest episode of Rebels and I just wanted to add love Clone Wars and love Star Wars. But this last episode of Rebels where, um, Ezra gets his, uh, his kyber crystal at the end probably the most emotionally attached i've been to star wars since way way back in the day i don't know what it was about that episode but it, it really made me feel like i felt when i was a little kid and just the, the emotional attachment i have to these characters i love clone wars but i think it's it's different for me now with rebels um that being said steve what about you i think it's it's very different and i think they've learned a tremendous amount from doing the clone wars and i also think we're seeing the same thing. I mean, you, you start with something and it just gets better and it builds as we saw, you know, this, the second season of clone wars, mm -hmm. the third season of clone wars. What we're seeing is a hugely speeded up timeline. And so the episodes are getting far and far better as we go along and, and, and quickly. And, but I, I mean, it, they got me from the get go. And seeing the, the, the screening down in San Diego Comic-Con of the first couple of episodes cut together. And, and what I love about it and, and why it really brings me back to the original Star Wars. I mean, I love Clone Wars, too. I thought some of those episodes, uh, you know, and some of the story arcs were just amazing. Yeah. But we were going all over the galaxy with a cast of thousands. And what Rebels really does is concentrate on yeah the the empire but the empire as, as as it appears through a few of its you know really bad members but we're also looking at this one team this family that has pulled together some sometimes often dysfunctional but i i think that's one of the reasons that we're getting this different kind of feel that the pacing the, the fact that they're going back and, and using some of the stuff, uh, especially queuing off of some of the Ralph Macquarie feel for the art. Sure. Um, uh, I agree with you, Consetta, that the music is great. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's been really exciting for, for me to see Rebels and I'm, I'm enjoying it thoroughly as I enjoyed. I won't call it a teaser trailer because it really wasn't a teaser trailer to me. A trailer is, you know, something that's about two minutes and really has a bit of a story. This was done sort of almost spur of the moment for fans. And, and I think, I think JJ and Kathleen Kennedy have said that it, it was a little early for a teaser trailer, guys, but we knew how much you were anticipating this and we wanted to show you just a little bit of what we were up to and it just i think it worked amazingly well and i know we have all had this discussion before and i i have just uh, had to you know come to accept it that it, there are all types of star wars fans and i don't 
I, I would not say to somebody, well, you're not a Star Wars fan because you just whine anonymously online. In their mind, they're a Star Wars fan. And, um, you know, well, I, you know, I really like, you know, episode four, or episode five, the best, and it'll never be that good again. Well, okay. I disagree with you. I disagree with the fact that sometimes you say some really negative and nasty personal things and, and you say it anonymously. But, yeah, I get the fact that you're sort of under the wide umbrella of Star Wars fandom. It's not a community that we can pick and choose its members. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I, early on in the in the when the Star Wars dot uh, com blog started, there were two different blogs that I wrote that I tried to sort of sneak that opinion in there. And um, both of them were killed. Um, and. You know, and I understand why. And I, and you know, it's it's Lucasfilm's philosophy too that you know the fans are the fans. There may be things that we don't like, but we accept that that's what makes up part of the passion is that fans can argue over things, can disagree over things, but in the end, they are most likely going to be in those theater seats uh, uh, a year and a day from the day that we're taping this. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, 11 months. Yeah. 11 months in a day. Yeah. Yeah. 11 months. Yeah. And I Um, I do. I was glad that they released the teaser when they did. I felt because I was worried something was going to leak. Yeah. And I I think they were, too. Yeah. I think it was getting pretty close. And I was so I was glad that they did it on their terms. And then I know people, you know, picked up on things that were missed in the, uh, the teaser or whatever. But I was just I was so relieved and happy that it came from the top and it didn't come from somewhere under and then get, you know, like, eh. I didn't get so, too yeah. excited until I saw John Boyega in that trailer because I thought it was another fake one. I didn't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, can, I want to, yeah. I want to ask about toys that have come out already in this new era. Also, um, I've been trying to collect some Rebels action figures, but it seems like Hasbro has not been cooperative in uh, <laughs> putting out no. enough of them. And well, I'm wondering... It's not Hasbro, kid. They aren't getting orders from retailers who still don't get Rebels because it hasn't been out there long enough. Plus, it's on Disney uh, XD, which is you know not on everybody's Package. setup. Yeah. Um, and, um, and that makes it a little more difficult. So if retailers don't buy, Hasbro don't make. Um, and, um, and so we really can't blame them for that. But, yeah, it is, it is a problem because, yeah, I want to – I mean, that's one of the things that I want to keep collecting, which is the action figures. I have them from the very beginning, and I want to keep collecting them. And, and I, I still love the look of them, and I, and I love the scale. And um, – it it is frustrating. I mean, there was a there was a whole set of uh, figures that uh, that only got released in Canada uh, last year, and then there was another set that you know w- were made up, but you know somebody somebody had to pay two thousand dollars on eBay for these eight figures because you know they were somebody they were, or you? No, <laughs> no, no. I I am out of that game. What I will pay money for is a one of a kind incredible sculpture that says something to me and um but you know to 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 pay an inflated price for something that's manufactured even if it's a you know small manufacturer or i mean that's that's not my kind of collecting anymore and um you know frankly i just don't have the kind of money i used to when i was working full-time for lucasfilm and we are so out of space yeah filled the bread my God. Um, so have you been collecting Rebels figures, though, the three and three quarter inch? Yeah, I've been collecting Rebel ships and figures when I can find them. The, you know, the mask. Yeah, I, you know, I have sort of a standing order with Entertainment Earth and I've had for more than a decade because I found it was very difficult to get the time and and to hit the stores right. And so I I order one of everything Hasbro and 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 that it's not just one figure because they don't come in that way so I get whenever they get a 
you know, a small case of Hasbro figures, usually 10 to 12 figures per pack. I get that. But a lot of their orders get canceled, too. And so even though it's, you know, it's on their order thing, is, they get cut off. Is that how it, it works then? So, I mean, Hasbro, I mean, like, I've been... I've been going to to a few different stores twice a week for the last like two months trying to find a chopper action figure. And is it is it a situation where it's just like the stores aren't ordering enough, and so the, the stores that are ordering them aren't getting them because Hasbro's saying like, oh, there's just not a big enough order they've for made, us to bother yeah, making these. They they've made they've made far less of them because of the the major retailers. I got to tell you that we have one really terrible. And it's terrible because it's so small and it's Walmart. It's like, you know, if stores run ABCD, this is an area with not a huge population. Yeah, it's near Lucasfilm and everything else. But so the closest Walmart to me did not have any Star Wars stuff on the shelves for Christmas. Wow. Nothing. No toys. Uh, You know, I kept looking. Oh, I've missed. Maybe it's an end. Nothing. It was just like insane. I went to Toys R Us this week looking for a chopper and because uh, I go twice a week to look for a chopper because he's the only one I'm missing that, that I know has come out. Uh, we're, we won't even start on Hera and Sabine. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, I went into Toys R Us and their Star Wars uh, section didn't actually have any three and three quarter inch action figures. And I had to yeah. ask and there was an end cap elsewhere and there was just one row of them and that was it. Yeah, it's very strange right now. A lot and of it's those 31-inch figures is that, and the big ships, the big plastic uh, X-Wing. I, and, and I, so. I, I like them. I think they're cool, but I don't think they're selling because I've, I've been seeing a lot There's of them tons still of them in everywhere. stores. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, well, so right I, now you can get one of the ones that was 45 bucks a few months ago. You can get it for like 12 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I've seen that. I so. would love – there's one thing – of rebels that I would love to see. So Steve, the next time you talk to somebody at Hasbro, if you could let them know, <laughs> I would love to see, and I don't know, some neuron, random neuron fired in my brain. Remember the stretch Armstrong dolls? Yeah. Yes. Did, did anybody have one of the, okay. Yes. I think that, I think that Zeb would be an oh, awesome. Stretch that Armstrong. would be. Yes. That would Cause be they great. had stretch Armstrong and then they had that green monster thing. Oh gosh. Now I can't think of its name. Lance Armstrong. Just, no. <laughs> no. It was there were two different ones. And um did I hallucinate that? Maybe it was No, no, there was. Thing. He I think okay. he, yeah, there they was also, a green one. They too. also at some point make an incredible Hulk stretch yes. kind of thing too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just make them a kind of shade of purple. And they had the no, suction cups too. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, but you know, toys take uh, from 12 to 18 months to develop. And so that was another one of the problems that always is in the first year of the thing. And, you know, and and they're finally getting, you know, the, the stuff they need for uh, The Force Awakens. But that's been sort of late in coming because uh, certain people don't like to share things. Well, and- I know um, when I talked to Lego... Uh, I think the last time we talked, Steve, was for a, a piece about uh, Lego for Insider that never ended up running. And uh, that was probably seven months ago or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to Lego, like they were working on Force Awakens stuff then because it takes them that much yeah, no, longer. And, 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 and they and Hasbro were, were you know, it, given at least some major things, although... I don't know. I mean, so few people have read the script. Um, but yeah, they were certainly shown details of of vehicles and and figures and things to to work on. It, it, that also could be one of the reasons that Rebels is getting a little short shrift when it comes to the the merchandise, and that's because I mean they're really so concentrated on you know having this huge output for uh the force awakens and you have to remember that when disney bought lucasfilm bob Iger made it very clear in his uh, in his uh, telephone chat to analysts he said look we bought lucasfilm for two reasons and two reasons only one to get the intellectual property to be able to make more star wars films and two to increase the amount of merchandise worldwide 
And and that's the I mean, we didn't buy it for Lucas Arts, which became obviously very quickly apparent. We didn't buy it for ILM. We've imputed no money to Skywalker Sound. Um, you know, we're not buying the real estate. We're not buying the archives. We're buying the ability to make more Star Wars movies and to sell a heck of a lot more merchandise, especially internationally. And so the wave that is going to come out, those of us who were there and in some shock still from the amount of merchandise that came out from episode one, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm speaking from no knowledge, but I can assure you that that, that is going to be dwarfed many, many times by the amount of deals and licensees and tie-ins and everything else for The Force Awakens. And, um, and, and that's the way Disney does it. And also they, they, they drew back a little with their initial plans for uh, Imagineering to redo you know, some parts of the Disney parks because they realized they were rushing to do it and, and it wasn't going to be as much of the oh wow factor as they think they need. When, when they invest, you know, half a billion dollars on Avatar land uh, in, in Animal Kingdom, and now they own Star Wars, they need to do something that's going to knock your socks off and is going to keep them off for a long time. Sure. So they, they went back to the drawing table, and now you know it's going to be later that we get it, but it's going to be a lot of stuff from the new movies. And so the kids who are coming through will be familiar with the new characters. And, and I know when that statement came out fairly recently, there were a lot of people who said, oh, they're, they're just going to ignore the old stuff and all the, the cool and the candy. I no, believe me, these are smart people and there's a lot at stake. And, and, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing it. Those things will probably be in the new movies, you know? Well, a lot of it will obviously be. like the millennium Falcon, you know, they don't lose the Falcon by saying, we're only going to do stuff you see in the new movies. No, they just lost a an antenna. I mean, yeah, they replaced exactly. it. <laughs> I love how fans glommed onto that so quickly. That was just a riot. It's just, oh well, wait a second, didn't they lose that and you know blowing up the old Death Star? Yeah, and they've replaced it, and it looks a little different. <laughs> and and they, I mean, they could do stuff from from Rebels too, uh, if they. I it, it seems like that that possibility is open, and that gives us some of the more classic stuff too. Yeah. And I think people got all upset when they heard that, okay, well, you know, the expanded universe is now being called legends. Doesn't make any difference. It was never part of Canon to start with. What we're getting in fact is more Canon rather than less Canon. Um, because everything that comes out, um, now from Marvel or in books. And if it doesn't say legends on it, that means it's part of Canon. And that means it's part of the overall story. This is the, I mean, the story group used to be George Lucas's brain. And now it's a bunch of people who talk to each other about movies and television and merchandise and books and comics. And it, it's all part of this huge, um, this huge galaxy that's all going to hang together. And so you'll see, you know, characters go from one media to another, which is uh, which is really sort of cool. Speaking of of the books and uh, the comic book came out last week, uh, and they made it ridiculously collectible with literally a hundred different covers. You know what? Uh, I'm afraid that a hundred probably isn't even the total. <laughs> I keep seeing this. Wait a second! I didn't know about that. Well, wait a second! I don't know. And I think it's uh, oh God. Somebody, I'm I'm blanking on a name now. Said he is he is out there to buy one of each. Well, when you have dynamic forces that are doing these sketch covers, in other words, they're, they're taking the blank comics and they're paying an artist to do sort of the same kind of the same sketch on each cover, and then you can buy that for forty nine bucks. And if you want them to sign it in black, then it's fifty nine bucks. And if you want them to sign it in silver, it's sixty nine bucks. Wow. And if you want them to sign it in gold pen, it's a now give me a break. There's a ten dollar difference between a gold Sharpie and a silver Sharpie and a black Sharpie. It's all about status. It's a 
It's an actual 24 karat gold sharpie. It's, it's all about ridiculousness and screwing the fans, and that kind of stuff pisses me off. Yeah. It was just I'll like, sign I, whatever you want with a crayon, Steve. <laughs> just for a hug. I, all I ask is a hug. That's a deal. Well, I've got some blank covers, so I want you to do one for me. Okay. Uh, well, okay. That's cool. I was wondering if you guys had actually read the comic. Forget I, about collecting it, just, just reading it. I, I have not. Um, we were at the we were at the show today. And my our, our our good friend and supporter Brian was there from Brian's Comics of, of Petaluma, and he he asked me whether I had a chance to read it yet, and I and I have not. And he said, "You're really going to like it. It's really I would, good." I would agree with him. So I am really looking for. I'm going to read it tonight. So we we had so much work to do to prepare for this thing, but uh, that excites me to hear that. You know, you wonder. Marvel's not been in this particular game since '87. Dark Horse has done an amazing job with all of the titles that they've done. Is Marvel really going to, you know, put some oomph into this? And and I think from what I've heard, the answer is, oh yeah, it's not just. Let's make a lot of money by doing all these covers, but let's really do a dynamic, beautifully illustrated story. Just to touch base on this real quick, and everybody listening, later on in the show, we're going to have a little something about the comic. Going to have some giveaways, and I'll tell you about that later on in the show. I don't want to hold up Stephen Consetta. Oh, but- did you do? Did you do a, a full of Sith version of no. the comic? <laughs> yeah, well, that's in the works, Steve. But no. Yeah, for- right. For it being our anniversary show, one of uh, one of my buddies <laughs> uh, donated uh, twenty plus comics for us to give away on the anniversary show. So that's, we'll we'll give that information out later. But it is it's a great comic. I I enjoyed it a lot. Looking forward to it. It's 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 a lot of fun, and it, I really like that Marvel's actually they didn't shy away from the Dark Horse stuff. It seems like they're really committed to keeping it in print. Yeah, and I think they will. Well, no, I mean they've got uh, a whole bunch of uh, Dark Horse comics. Uh, announced they're putting out in big omnibuses that are recolored. They've got, I think, almost all of it on Comixology still. That's 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 pretty that's pretty funny because that's exactly what Dark Horse did with the Marvel comics, which yeah. is recolored and reformatted and you know oversized and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, you know, we have to we have to thank Dark Horse for an amazing run from the early '90s until late last year. They they did an absolutely remarkable job some really great people there um and uh and you know and we have to look forward to the the new regime and um and you know based on based on the first comic you know i i think we they're they're gonna they're gonna run with it well i'll have to come over and and read it with you steve because i haven't seen it either and i can't wait to see it i've been preparing our house for construction so on thursday i i boxed up my original marvel star wars comics um but no i haven't i haven't read the new one so i'm excited you know all these new comics now come with a digital download you peel a label off in the back and you can download with a one time only you can download the comic to your ipad or to your computer and um and and that's that's pretty cool too. Yeah, when I when I picked it up, I saw that the bonus. Uh, see the back for details or inside for details. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I because honestly, I would have more time to read the comic on my device than I would to sit down and yes. actually flip through the yeah. comic. Yeah. Oh, so. I'm old fashioned that way though. Traditional. I want to have it in my hands. Like I want to touch it, turn the page, hold it, feel it, smell it. I can just see Concetta brushing her fingers lightly against John Cassidy's <laughs> uh, interpretation of Han Solo's face. Yeah, uh, <sighs> yeah there's a sigh. Concetta, I'll send you one too. I'll just I'll just mail it out to you on Monday. Oh. Okay, and then you can have it. John Glitter. Thank you. So my my question is, Brian, you kind of led into it on the first question when we started tonight. When we started this show. Well, our first episode that we recorded with Steve is it was at the end of two thousand twelve. Yes, it was. It was just a few months after they made the announcement yeah. about the sale and the movie. Yeah, right. so we the, we got together and we started this this year's show because we heard about that there was going to be another movie. There was the announcement and and all that. And since then, so much has changed over the past couple of years. Everything has changed. Yeah. Concetta, I want to, I want you to go back in the Wayback Machine. And back then, could you imagine where we're at right now as far as the Star Wars oh, wow. galaxy is? That's a good, that's a good question. And honestly, well, yeah, 
because remember when we we I know there was the initial shock and awe, but over but then that was the you know what it doesn't really this is this is going to be a good thing. Hey, more Star Wars. This will be more Star Wars, and because I remember when we all first kind of talked about it, and it was like this this is you know we got this is good. Like we never thought we would hear that. So when I you know remember that and not having any of those you know major. Yeah, I mean, we were all really excited, and I still am. So can I believe how quickly everything happened? I guess that, because it yeah. really has. It has. It has it's happened yep. really yep. fast, sure, which sure is has. awesome. So, yeah, I can believe it. It just, we, we yeah. you, you think back to that time we found out there's going to be a movie. We were all in love with Clone Wars, and then we found out a few short months later that Clone Wars was ending. And then we found out, oh, now there's going to be another a cartoon, Rebels, is going to come out. And then we hear news of uh, the offshoot movies and everything else. And here we are, like we said earlier, 11 months or so away from the premiere of Episode 7. It's, it's been quick. It's I've, I've got to say that I am surprised. And um, things have not panned out the way I thought they might. And, um, and that's not saying for good or for bad, but I never would have thought that the takeover and the changes um, would um, come about so quickly. And, you know, obviously leading with, uh, I mean, the one thing that I thought the first day when Kathy Kennedy gave her speech to uh, employees right after they, they had flown up from Burbank and signed the contract and George and Kathleen were there and the one thing I thought for sure was the way she answered a question from somebody from LucasArts. I thought, okay, there goes LucasArts. Bye. <laughs> um, but everything else is um, ha- has been just like really interesting to me. I mean, the fact of the spinoff movies, uh, six movies in six years, um, coming up with uh, Rebels and getting it through the system as quickly as they did, and Dave uh, Filoni putting together uh, his re-putting together his team and adding a new people to be able to really come out with an amazing new series as quickly as they have. Um, you know, Clone Wars did not get uh, the, the kind of uh, plaudits that it should have all along. You know, finally towards the end, you know, we we saw some awards and things like that. But uh, everything has moved much, much quicker than I thought it has. Is everything in place? Is everything, you know, the way it's going to be? Uh-uh. Um, it takes a long time for an acquisition like this to sort of, play through and i think that's one of the reasons in my mind and i'm just speculating because as i said guys i know nothing about what's going on at lucasfilm and i've deliberately stayed away from spoilers on the movie but you know in in my opinion this is this is one of the reasons that bob Iger has twice um uh, extended his stay at disney he he just wants to make sure i mean it's the, the certainly the the, the the purchase of Pixar, Marvel, and Lucasfilm have been his babies. He has turned Disney into this amazing powerhouse. When yeah. you look at things like uh, like the sale of toys and 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 Disney oriented toys, you know, hold seven of the first ten positions, and they're all you know different. Um, but I think Eisner, um, Eisner, I think Iger wants to make sure that everything is in really good shape. Uh, when he leaves and he's setting up, you know, he's setting up uh, um, for the for the person who will succeed him. And um, it's a it's a fascinating thing to watch from both a, a pop culture perspective, from a business perspective. And um, and uh, I think we have a, a lot of uh, a lot of exciting times and surprises uh, ahead of us. I wouldn't mind taking the keys to that castle. Some <laughs> things that, that we've discussed on on this program uh, new Don Williams score or Frank Oz coming back to Yoda on Rebels or James Earl Jones, happy birthday to you, also on Rebels. It's a lot of things that I didn't expect to see, but I'm happy that they're reaching out to do those things. Well, hello, Mark Hamill at Star Wars Weekends? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't have, the odds on that, I, you know, in the old days, I would have told you would be, 
what? Uh, seven thousand? Never mind. No, I mean it, it just wouldn't happen. But you know, Disney was wanted to make a statement, and Mark was happy to do it because you know here he's in the next movie, and so it just. But that's one of those things that like. Holy cow makes my jaw drop. And, and there are going to be a lot more of those holy cow moments. I imagine a lot of those are going to happen at Celebration, too. I, um, think, I think it's safe to say that there will be some surprises at Celebration. I'm, uh, I mean, I, it's weird. Uh, celebrations right before the release of a movie have always been different than the celebrations since then. And uh, the celebrations right before a movie have always been... Um, where they, they seem to bring out the biggest guns and have the most exciting things going on. And so well, there is a, there is actually a technical reason for that because the actors have clauses in their contract yeah. to do certain amounts of publicity. And in the past we have used that to get the top actors there for the new movies. That said, we're a little further away from the movie than a month in advance. And yeah. so uh, hopefully we will still get to see, you know, all of the major actors and uh, maybe some of the old timers would be very nice. And uh, I know there's one of them who has never done a convention. It would be thrilling to see him there. But who knows? I mean, well, he's done. He's done Comic-Con a few times now. Yes, that's true. Uh, that's so, very true. Harrison Ford has shown up at Comic Con, so uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying, oh, Harrison, let's sit at a table so people can line up and and pay for your autograph. No, 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 but, never. <laughs> uh, but you know, to be on stage for an hour to be interviewed, oh my God, that would be incredible, just yeah. incredible. Uh, so I think you know, I know Mary Franklin is working her butt off, and you know, Mary is someone who works like. 20 hours a day, seven days a week. She's been all over the world, um, you know, working on conventions. She was at Moscow. She was in Rome. She was, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how she finds room or time to sleep. I don't think she does much of it, but, um, yeah, things, things at Lucasfilm are in, are in, in very good hands that they, they get the importance of fans and, um, and they've got a big job to do. A big job. Concetta, what what do you think you're looking forward to most that you can guess would be at Celebration? Besides Rancher Obi-Wan. Besides <laughs> Rancher Obi-Wan. <laughs> and Harrison Ford. I know and my, the potential my, my, for Harrison Ford. My cheeks just hurt from smiling so much. Um, I. That's just because you're on the show again. That's Well, that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That too. Shame on you guys for kicking her off. No, 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 oh, no, no. no. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, what am I looking for? You know, just the whole experience <laughs> of celebration is is pretty fabulous. I didn't know there was such thing as Star Wars celebration until I met my stormtrooper. And that was in, you know, 2005. So Damn it, I put on all those celebrations and you weren't there? I know. And there was one in Indiana. I grew up in Indiana. I did not know. Two in Indiana. Yeah. Two and three. So, and so my first one was in LA and I, and it was just that overwhelming sense of community and excitement and joy and happy. And, and that's, you know, that's to me what it is, regardless of what, you know, celebrities or whatever it was, we were all there for a common cause. So it's, you know, just as you go for Comic-Con and everybody, you're all there with, um, because you love something so deeply. And the fact that it's specifically just Star Wars and we all congregate regardless of where it is, Anaheim, Orlando, Denver, Indianapolis, um, should do one at Rancho Obi Wan. Rancho Obi Wan, yeah. <laughs> I think we could probably not fit in. <laughs> I mean, you went to consider your first one was what is still the largest attended Star Wars celebration, thirty five thousand paid attendees. And that's the um, first time I saw you in person, Mr. Sansweet, in a, this cute, fluffy what? Ewok costume. Oh, okay. Around. I was going to ask whether I was dressed or not. Where's pictures of that? My question. Oh, <laughs> God. That's 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 my it, status in funny. life. 
too tall for an Ewok, too short for a Stormtrooper. Um, I found, but, actually, yeah. um, one of the first times I think I met you personally, Steve, um, I found, I since I've been moving, I've been going through boxes I forgot I had. And I found a card that you'd signed in maybe like 2002 that you were doing at, at San Diego at Comic-Con at the oh, Lucasfilm booth. Tops cards, yeah. The Tops cards with the uh, Jake Lloyd and Hayden Christensen and then the, the Vader mask sort of right. thing. I found that just a few days ago, and I was like, wow. I think that might have been the first time I met Steve. Well, yeah, that was uh, that was at the Tops booth. That was... Uh, yeah. Put my picture on here. Why am I signing somebody else's face? <laughs> and then I got to to realizing later. I'm like, well, why was why wasn't he just signing a book? Why why did I get a card? Like, what that didn't even make because, sense to because me because that was tops. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. I don't know whether I did any book signings that year or not. Whether I had one out. Um, but getting back to getting back to Conceda and your first celebration, I fully expect this to be an even bigger crowd than celebration four um i i think this is this is going to break the record uh, i just there's so much excitement people have been talking about it since it was first announced and, and making reservations since it was first announced yeah. um and so you know I, I it's just like who knows you know they may they may have to watch really carefully that, you know, Saturday is always the biggest day for single day tickets. It wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility that tickets sell out for one day. So, you know, most fans are going to buy four day tickets. As long as it doesn't snow and there's not mud everywhere, we'll be good. I can promise you on the snow <laughs> uh, and, and pretty pretty well with what's happening in California. I can promise you on the mud, too. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. either. Oh, Heat? Man. I don't know. This but. is going to be my my first celebration. I've been a bad, uh, bad fan because I don't like to I don't like to travel. We've talked about this before. I just I am not a good traveler. Right. But, but the whole family's coming out and we're really looking forward to it. And I looking forward to seeing things on Rebels, and I'm looking forward to learning more about the movie and whatever else surprises we're going to get out there. Just everything. But what I want to touch base on what Concetta said a couple minutes ago, it's that it's not like Comic-Con where there's hundreds of other things. This is uh, people with like mind and like interest. I want to be surrounded by that. I'm looking forward to and just seeing friends that I've made through uh, from doing this show and seeing Steve, you, and Concetta. I haven't seen you in a long time. And just being able to spend time with everybody and uh it's going to be a big deal for me i cannot wait and that's and that's why people go yeah it's again it's that sense of community and and seeing old friends and you know hoisting uh hoisting a glass or just walking around together and just shooting the or bowl lots of and glasses yeah lots of glasses <laughs> yeah it's a it's a remarkable remarkable time and i think this is this is going to be a very very exciting celebration and we were we were really thrilled they invited us back and uh, i can't wait to see what with, you have up, i can't wait to see, see what you have up your sleeve for it though yeah it's um it's going to be totally different than what we did at uh, uh orlando for celebration six and in essen uh at celebration uh uh europe two um and 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 I think it's going to take the passion of the fans, and there are going to be some emotional pieces in there because there are some emotional stories behind them. And uh, and it, we've got another surprise up our sleeves, which we'll be revealing in a couple of weeks. But uh, there will be a, a a wonderful memento that will sort of enable you to take a little bit of the booth home with you and Yay! remember it. Yeah. Is it made yeah. out of gingerbread? Oh, Kinsetta, you've told them. No, I swear. Oh, the gingerbread booth. That's what, that was our big million dollar idea. Yeah, I was, Damn just, it. I was just watching an episode of The Simpsons and they were eating a big gingerbread. So it made me laugh. <laughs> again, I, I, I'm thankful that you both got to spend some time with us again tonight. It's it's always a pleasure. It's just, I'm, uh, I'm thankful uh, for everybody who's been listening for these past 99 episodes plus the the special episodes. I'm happy that you've uh, went on this journey with us and uh, it will only continue to go on with the new movies coming out. And I, I, I think we're going to spend 10 weeks on celebration, Brian. I really going to be so many I'm, stories to tell. There will be. And I'm, I mean, celebration. The thing I'm most excited about is seeing you guys. 
And I mean guys in the most general neutral way possible. Yeah. <laughs> you guys is- no, no, it's absolutely that's absolutely what it's all about for me. And that's why I spent it well, of course, and does shackle me to the chair for hours on end so I'm not out spending money or <clears throat> doing other things. Then I realize, wait a second, there's only a half hour left in the show and I haven't done any shopping. But we just that's... need to keep a bell on you so we know where yeah, you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. He's a collector, Concetta, not a cat. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I, but that's where I have my fun. That's where I meet people. And, uh, and, and we expect, uh, once again, long lineups um, at, at the booth. But, um, but I, I assure you, it will, it will absolutely be worth going through and uh, hearing and, and seeing uh, uh, the, the stories and the objects. Um, it's going to be pretty amazing. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Concetta? I'm going to give you the honors tonight. Oh, God. I just, I'm already doing push-ups to get my arms ready for all the hugs at celebration <laughs> so i want you guys to be the first big group hug and uh, i and the flailing hugs and the flailing hugs and flailing and glitter and sugar and caffeine yeah i love you guys i heard so many stories about your hugs and then we got out to, to rancho and i experienced the hug and it was just it was life altering the whole experience the whole thing great times brian any thoughts uh I, you know thank 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 you guys for, uh, and again, guys is gender neutral in this case. Um, Have thanks. you just gone to a course or mandatory course in 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 gender management or something? No, I uh, I was uh, today today actually we did uh, I did a, a writing workshop with with Janine Spenlove who had organized. We've been doing a writers group for the last four or five years, and this was our first year without Aaron Alston actually. And uh, they always beat me up about that. And especially since, like, here in the Midwest, like, it's you guys for everything. And it's just totally regional. And uh, she always just wraps my knuckles about it. And she wrapped my knuckles about it, like, three times today. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Well, just just adopt adopt Texas Annie, y'all, and you'll be in good shape. I I can't. (laughs) Yeah, or you can do it East Coast wise and just say use. That one works use. as well. Yeah. I've tried use a few times, but it's just like it's it's you guys. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever my point was, I'm sure I'm sorry I made you forget <laughs> it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what my point was. I'm very glad you guys came on and uh have been talking to us all these years and, and uh I'm glad that there are people like you in Star Wars fandom and I can't wait to see you guys again at Star Wars Celebration. It's always an honor to to be on the show, um, even though it's only once every ninety nine shows. But um, other than that, no, it's been great, and um, we really look forward to seeing you at uh, at celebration. I can't wait, and it's always an always a pleasure and an honor, Steve and Concetta. We love you very, very much. I Same love here. you. Guys. You guys can come on anytime yeah, you want. Yeah, I mean, you have to do, just if you're on Skype on a Saturday night, like we'll just. We'll we'll just invite you to the show. You know we've got some we've got some really important stuff coming up, so uh, we'll we'll talk and maybe do a, you know a, just a short segment about okay, this is happening. Oh, and, uh, some, please, some cool you have oh, carte blanche to come on and, and make any announcement you'd like with us. Listen, so, use, anytime. Use got your patches. These are officially <laughs> full of Sith. These are co-hosts. Anytime. Okay, that's a deal. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later, and we'll see you in April. We are happy to, and I still remember setting up that table down in the museum. And, <laughs> we need and to do that the, again sometime. That's the first and only podcast that we've done from the museum. But sitting down with a bunch of people, yeah, it's it. that was the first and so far only time that we've done that, and that awesome. was great fun. I have pictures from that night printed out onto this uh it's like a plastic-like material, so they are sort of like posters, and they're in my Star Wars room, and it's pictures of us at the table and pictures of oh, us cool. afterwards taking pictures. And So I see you two every day. Oh, Concetta? Hmm. I'm not so sure about this. <laughs> well, then, then there's all those pictures that we can't share. That we sure! Can't share. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, um. All right, well, you guys have a great Saturday night, and we'll okay. see you soon. Have a good rest of your cast. So, Brian, it's great having uh, having them back after... I mean, he said not every 99 episodes. It's actually we did. He was 
uh, recorded first. It was episode two, and then I think like eight weeks later, he's been we, on yeah. a few times. Yeah. He was being, he was exaggerating for dramatic effect. Ah, is that what the pause was for? Yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, but what I wanted to do real quickly point out: first of all, last week um, you guys did a great job on the show. Um, loved listening to it. Fantastic job. Um, briefly wanted to say thank you to the uh, ladies and gentlemen in the Empire City Garrison of the 501st. I was up there last weekend, uh, last Saturday night, for uh, their Trooper Appreciation Party. It's their Christmas party, but they booked it in January. So, And I'm glad they did, or else I wouldn't have time to go to drive up to New York and, and visit. But it was great seeing everybody and seeing full of Sith patches on, on a lot of the members. And uh, uh, sorry I couldn't be here for the show, but, you know, sometimes things come up. But the other thing I wanted to... I touched up on it in the middle of the show. I do have from one up collectibles. My, my friend Lee owns uh, it's my comic shop that I go to here in, uh, in the Reading area. The comic shop is in West Reading. It's called, again, it's one up collectibles. He, uh, contacted me a while ago and he asked me, uh, knew about the uh, anniversary show coming up and it was at the same time that the new star Wars comic was coming out. So he, uh, graciously donated about 25 of the, uh, the comics to give out on the show. So if you would like, to uh, get one of these comics, win one of these comics uh, from us, please send us an email, holocron at fullofsith.com, and uh, a brief, uh, just briefly tell us uh, your your favorite Star Wars memory. How's that sound, Brian? I would love that. And we need to do just an episode dedicated to just emails and voicemails. Yeah. We're getting so many good ones in. Yeah, we, we really do. And I'm sorry, just, just this, this, it's a busy time of the year. We're going to get there. I, I know I say it all the time, but I promise we will. You know, it, it's just with me moving and Mike having some uh, being away, doing stuff like rubbing elbows with the Empire City Garrison. And, you know, Bobby, Bobby's work has been getting busy. Like, it's just it's been hectic and we haven't been able to uh, to to do as much as we want to. But we will get to it. Yes, absolutely. And next week we uh, what are we doing next week? Uh, next week, uh, Bobby will be back and we'll have a brief uh a brief interview, I believe, with uh, some voiceover talent from the Clone Wars, and w- as we get closer, we'll we'll uh, we'll do that. But the week after, we are going to be live from uh, Salt Lake Comic Con's fan experience. Yeah, and we're going to have at least one special guest, but hopefully at least two or more. Also, uh, so you never can tell. So tune in and listen, and then you'll find out for sure. It's going to be a really great show one way or the other. Yeah, we're really great. Really looking forward to it. All right. So, again, um, One Up Collectibles, holocronofullsit.com, your uh, your best Star Wars memory, your favorite Star Wars story. Pick one or do both. We'd like to read them. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, please do so at 206 426 5592. Or you can use the SpeakPipe app on the website, which is at fullasith.com. And there you can find our contact information like our Twitter addresses at fullasith, at the mic, at swankmatron, at amy underscore geek. Also, uh, Facebook.com slash Full of Sith is uh, the Facebook page where you can go and talk about uh, Stephen Concetta being back tonight for the uh, for our anniversary show. And uh, again, Holocron at Full of Sith.com. We need to have Concetta on like quarterly. Hey, she's a busy lady, but she's always I know, welcome. I know, I know. I miss her. <laughs> I do too. So yeah, it's episode 99 of Full of Sith. Next week's 100. And Brian, thanks for a great ride so far. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure doing the show. I love talking Star Wars every week. I cannot wait for Saturday night to uh, get my fix of Star Wars chat with you and oh, everyone else. Me too. I, you know, if somebody would have told me that uh, we'd have a hundred episodes worth of Star Wars to talk about, I'd have called them crazy. Yeah, because at the beginning you're like, can we can we do a show every week? Is this something we're gonna have enough content for? The answer is. We don't have enough time to cover all the content that we want to talk about. It's true. And we're going to do our best to do so. Uh, Some other thank yous go out to um, a lot of the people that have done uh, the crossover shows with us. You know, like the Force cast, Radio 1138. And the Star Wars Report. Yeah, all those great shows, Coffee with Kenobi. And and I would like Bobby and Amy. They've been great. They've helped us with this ride quite a bit over the last year. Bobby and Amy have been integral in uh, having this show go on with uh, spectacular commentary and great ideas for a long time. And I hope for a long time to come, uh, they've, they've both been fantastic and, and uh, they both know their star Wars and they both have a lot of passion for it. I, they do. 
and of course everybody that's been on for an interview all the uh, great guests that we've had and if you're just tuning into the show recently go back to our archives there's plenty there and of course if you'd like to leave us a review on itunes or on stitcher we would appreciate that too we always uh, enjoy going back and looking over uh, what everybody thinks of the show so we appreciate that brian anything else that you we wanted to cover tonight i just want to thank the listeners yeah thank you listener and um our families brian because boy they, they put, put up, up with our our hour <laughs> plus long absence to record every week yeah and then the the texting back and forth and the uh facebook messages and what are you doing now hey you don't know what news just came out this is amazing so yeah uh big big thanks to everybody we uh we love you all anyway uh so for episode 99 of full of sith and my co-host brian young and steve sansweet and uh, the great Kinsetta parker i am the mike pilot may the force be with you always If you're not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while. Mm.